0: You're listening to VegHead Speaks with me, your host, Robin Wong. Join me as we explore plant-based eating for people who want to eat well and live well. Hello, hello, and welcome back to VegHead Speaks. This is Robin Wong, your host, and I'm so glad you're here joining me today. Today, I want to talk about the six myths about a plant-based diet. And, you know, these come up for a lot of people. And anytime you're telling people what you're doing, you'll hear one of these. There's many, but I just chose six because these are the most common ones I hear. And I want to address these because there's so much information available on the internet and social media, and there's nutritional advice That's really can be confusing and worrisome for many people, especially as they're starting to change their diets. They really question if they're doing it right. So, you know, we want to eat healthy to fuel our bodies, but these myths just often trip us up and keep us second guessing our dietary choices. So it's important to understand what's truth and, well, what's not. So there are six common myths. And like I said, these are the ones I hear most often. So let's get started. Myth one, you can't get enough protein on a plant-based diet. So how many of you, when you've learned, you know, people learn that you're plant-based, ask you, where do you get your protein? This is by far the most common myth. The where do you get your protein question, or do you need to eat a combination of foods to get adequate protein? Well, rest assured, you don't need to eat meat or dairy or add protein powers to, powders to get enough protein. Um, you mm. will need to get protein from a variety of plant foods, especially starches like rice, beans, and corn eaten throughout your day. But these supply enough of all your essential amino acids because people get really hung up on your essential amino acids. Now, mind you, when they're eating their their meat-based foods, um, uh, you know, diets, they don't worry about fiber, (laughs) which is also an important component of your diet. But as soon as you go plant-based, they're really worried about you eating um, enough protein. So so what I can say is eat plants to your heart's desire and just rest assured, rest, you know, easy knowing you're getting more than enough protein if your caloric needs are being met. So that's really the key. You need to be eating enough calories. And remember on a plant-based diet, you know the foods are, are not as calorically dense so you have to eat more and that's a really big thing with a lot of my clients they feel like they're eating so much especially if they're chronic dieters uh, they're eating so much and and this is like no you need to be eating more okay to to meet all your needs so myth two plant based diets are too expensive this one always baffles me because I'm pretty sure meat's pretty expensive, you know. Um, You know, and plant-based nutrition focuses on the minimally processed foods, and most processed foods, because they're processed and there's actual labor, more labor put into them, are pretty expensive. So you know, the vegan ice creams, cheeses, and salad dressing dressings, they they are most likely more expensive, and they're not what we want to focus on in this diet anyway. Um, so I encourage people to purchase fruits and vegetables that are in season because they cost less and frankly, they just taste better. Um, often, you know, going to a farmer's market costs less. Plus you get an added uh, benefit of supporting your local farmers. Um, during the winter, that's harder, I know, but, um, it's still come spring. You can do that. Also fruits and veggies and legumes can all be purchased frozen or canned. Um, just try to get up for the lower sodium options when possible and not only does this mean paying less but these versions can be stored for you know longer periods of time um, as far as the grains and legumes they can also be purchased dried so the dried bean section where the rice and quinoa and farro, um, you know those are all you know pretty inexpensive i'm always amazed at how how cheap a bag of beans is and then how Long it last, and how many it feeds. So it's looking at you know those comparisons. So, you know a bag of potatoes of from the produce aisle will feed, you know they're not that expensive and will feed a lot of people, whereas a bag of potato chips can be gone in a sitting, right? so and and there's and they're almost equally priced. I think the potato the whole potatoes might be a little cheaper. So uh, just keep that in mind. Myth three. Plant-based diets are restrictive. So when I first transitioned my family to a plant-based diet, I was at a loss as to what to cook for my family. I've got to admit, the learning curve was steep. You know, all my go-to recipes were no longer longer applicable. As a busy mom of four active kids and having to find new recipes, search out ingredients at the grocery store, and learn how to cook a new way, it was a bit daunting. I'm not going to say it wasn't. But within a few weeks, it got easy. Um, you know, what I needed to shift was my perspective and I needed to stop trying to duplicate the foods that we were accustomed to eating and venture out and try new foods. Right. So, um, and it's really possible to totally veganize recipes that you're familiar with. Um, but there's so many, you know, really good recipes online now, uh, trying new foods. It was, it became much more exciting to look for new ones. So now it feels like I have a world of options at my fingertips. You know, meats can be replaced with mushrooms, tofu and legumes and dishes. The cheese alternatives can be homemade with blended nuts and spices. Uh, you know, date sweetened desserts um, in, in, instead of using sugar or syrup based treats. The food is just really delicious. Um, so I encourage you to get comfortable um, taste testing different vegetables, fruits and legumes. Um, Try foods you may not like, you know, try foods that you have tried before that you didn't like, but try them in new ways. Um, For example, I think I've said this before on one of my podcasts, uh, you know, I really want to like mangoes. I I did. They just, you know, especially, you know, they look so in season, they look so wonderful. But for some reason, I just couldn't get past some of the texture, I guess. However, I tried them dried and I love them. So they're one of my kind of go-to favorite uh, treats. So, so with that said, I'm just trying to show an example of some foods that you might not like. Uh, another one is Brussels sprouts, uh, you know, steamed and kind of just, you know, with no seasoning on them. There, some people don't like them, but if you roast them and maybe roast some a few pecans and put a little drizzle of balsamic vinegar um, glaze on them, it's a whole different dish. So don't just you know, say I don't like something, maybe try it another way and give it a second, a second try. And another thing is, you know, spinach, my mom always cooked this frozen spinach. And when I, and you know, it was, it was all right. But when I started trying new, you know, fresh spinach, it was a whole, the whole, a whole world open to me. So I just encourage you to be adventurous and try new things. So myth four, um, you'll lose muscle on a plant-based diet. And this is a a big one for people that, uh, um, you know, are working out. And I've got to tell you, if that's what you believe, then you should watch the the movie called The Game Changers. Uh, It's focused on elite athletes, which many of us are not, uh, and how many of them have excelled in their um, chosen Sport because of a plant-based diet because it's been shown that the recovery uh, from one one, ex, um, one workout to the next is is much faster. So I've got to say, those of us who love fitness and perhaps even compete, we care deeply about muscle growth and physical performance. Uh, and research shows that you know increases in muscle mass and strength are associated with protein, regardless of the source. Okay, so yes, they are you know, associated, but it doesn't matter the source of you get your protein. And we know there's protein in legumes and beans and plants, right? So in other words, consumption of protein-rich plant foods can, you know, just as effectively build muscle as animal-based food. Um, And so it's important to remember in that context that muscle growth is stimulated by strength training, not protein intake. So you got to work the muscle to build it, okay? So pump that iron and consider your work and then consider following your workout with the leafy greens, beans, and seeds. But that's not going to build your muscle. It's the actual workout. Myth five, you'll be hungry on a plant-based diet. This one really cracks me up because when I work with clients, they're just amazed at how much they can eat because not many, oftentimes, they'll have had had a um, history of, you know, dieting and diet is often, uh, you know, more restriction—you're cutting calories, right? But when you switch to a plant-based diet and start eating foods that are not as dense with calories, you can eat more. It's a really, it's a really wonderful thing. Um, so you know, and they're satisfying because you have the fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and legumes—they're all high in fiber, so they're likely to leave you feeling fuller longer. Okay, so being hungry shouldn't be an issue. Um, and, and like I said, the, next, the last myth, um, or one of the last myths, it's important to note that only 5% of Americans get enough fiber. So eating more fiber has also been linked to a number of other benefits, including improved gut health and controlling blood sugar levels, which is especially important for diabetics. Um, and it's important if you're trying to lose weight. So you know, fiber, 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 and where do you get fiber? There is zero fiber in meat. There is zero fiber in dairy products. So you get it in your plant-based foods. So start your day off with your oats and your favorite fruits and wrap up some baked tofu and veggies for lunch and enjoy a bean chili dinner. It doesn't get tastier than that, and you'll be full, and you'll be completely plant-based, and you will not have too many calories, and you'll have a, a whole bunch of fiber. So myth six, a plant-based diet doesn't supply enough vitamins and minerals. (laughs) This myth couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, Plants are by far the most nutrient-dense foods we eat. For example, leafy greens and legumes are rich in calcium, iron, and zinc. Berries are super high in vitamin K and manganese, which people don't even think about, right? And tropical fruits like the mangoes and pineapples are high in vitamin C, as well as the citrus fruits, right? So ultimately, there's more variety in your, the more variety you have in your diet, the better, not to mention expanding your palate to, you know, is also really great, just because it tastes good. But so you don't have to worry about the fruits and vegetable, I mean, the vitamins and minerals. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, the more colors you get in your diet, certainly the more vitamins and minerals you're going to, and it, it just tastes good. Um, so that said, plant-based eaters should supplement with B12. And this, and this vitamin comes from the soil and, you know, we, it kind of comes through the animals because um, they eat from, you know, grass and then it gets into their system and then you eat the meat. Um, it's the only vitamin you can't necessarily readily get on a plant-based diet, so supplementation with B12, and I know a lot of experts are now recommending you supplement with um, vitamin D. So those are the two I recommend my clients take um, as they begin on this journey. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, B12, as we age, I don't care if you're plant-based or you're not plant-based, is one of those vitamins that um, are starting to become more readily uh, you know, recommended anyway at the, over the age of 50 because our, for some reason, we don't absorb it as well as we age. So uh, talk to your doctor about that if you're, you know, um, but if you're certain, if you're going plant-based and not eating any meat, you should go ahead and supplement. And you don't need a lot, Um, you know, about a lot of the pills come in like a 5,000 increment. So maybe one a a week is probably enough for you um, if you're not deficient, okay? So to summarize, I've got to just reiterate, you most certainly will get enough protein by eating legumes, whole grains, fruits, and vegetables. You won't be paying more for your groceries if you stick to purchasing in-season or frozen fruits and veggies and the dried beans, and you avoid the processed vegan substitutes. Um, If you are adventurous and open to trying new recipes and foods, the plant-based diet will certainly not feel restrictive, and with no portion control you're not going to be hungry. You can eat as much as you want. It's all about, it's all about the food choice. Okay. Also, you won't lose muscle. And in fact, you will, you'll recover faster between your workouts if you're an athlete and you're worried about that. And you'll have an abundance of vitamins, minerals, and fiber and antioxidants by following the plant-based diet. I mean, there's no other food that brings you antioxidants, which is so wonderful for avoiding cancer and, and body repair. And those are all found in fruits and vegetables and plant-based foods. So I hope this information helps to ease your mind that a plant-based diet is a good choice to manage your health and it definitely prevent the chronic diet-related diseases that so many of us want to avoid, like diabetes, heart disease, okay? So I'm wishing you good luck with your diet. If you, um, as always, you can reach out to me and find me at nutritionwithrobinrdn.com. I'm on Instagram at Nutrition with Robin and also on Facebook. So have a great day and keep choosing good foods.